producer to become a TV star and the rise and fall of Celebutons all next on the Hour of Power with your personal growth success expert, Cynthia Bryan, coming right up on Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with us. Hey, have you got a minute? Huh? I'm going to say a word. You tell me what comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Tchaikovsky. Gesundheit. Okay, what's the word? No, see, that is the word. What does Tchaikovsky make you think of? I don't know. Allergy season? Uh, hey there, how you doing? What's up? Who's Martha Graham? She invented the graham cracker. No kidding. Yeah, before her there was only soda crackers. Hard to imagine. Uh, hey young lady? Yeah? Uh, does the name Man Ray mean anything to you? Duh. The man ray is a kind of poisonous jellyfish, and it lives in the Gulf of Mexico. Aha. It's very deadly. Are your kids as well-rounded as they could be? Kids who participate in the arts do better in school and in life. To learn more about the value of arts education, visit americansforthearts.org. Because all kids should get to appreciate Tchaikovsky's music, Martha Graham's dance, and Man Ray's photography. Art. Ask for more. A public service message brought to you by Americans for the Arts and the Ad Council. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. Well, hello, party partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power, Star Style. Be the star you are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts that expand your horizons to help you experience a more fulfilled life. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am delighted to be your personal growth success coach right here on the airwaves with you every single week, sharing and caring. My mission is to inspire, inform, encourage, and empower you to be the star you already are. So get ready to pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams with star style. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by the Carmony Collection, one-of-a-kind handmade handbags created exclusively for you. Visit CarmonyCollection.com, that's Carmony with a K, Collection with a K, or call 619-286-1099. And the first Miracle Moment is from A Course in Miracles. Every decision you make stems from what you think you are and represents the value that you put on yourself. Well, isn't that the truth? And the second is from Henry David Thoreau, who was an essayist and poet. In the long run, you hit only what you aim for. Therefore, though you should fail immediately, you had better aim at something high. And that's exactly what we do here at Star Style. Be the star you are. We shoot for the stars. We may land on the moon, but if you're not shooting for the stars, we're going to land on the ground, as we know. Well, we have a perfect power-packed program for all of you starlings around the world. You'll learn how TV producers think, act, and book new talent for TV shows. And this is going to come from our veteran, Marta Tracy, as she shares her valuable experiences and insider tips in the new book that she co-authored with fellow Emmy Award producer Terrence Noonan. The book is called Starring You, and you are going to love this and make it a fixture on your bookshelf. And in our Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew segment, our own Stella Donna goddess gal, Heather Brittany, will be with us. And we will be discussing celebitants, how rising stars abuse their celebrity status and crash and burn, and how you can maintain your dignity and your balance while being the star that you are. Well, my purpose in providing you this radio program is to communicate to you 
as you know that you already possess everything you need to be the producer, the writer, the director, and the stars of your own life, I do have three rules. You must smile, you must have fun, and you must be willing to be wild and wacky because when you take a risk, that's when you go out on that limb, it's where all the fruit is, and get ready for no's, you're just closer to a yes. And of course, I'd like you to read some books, maybe they're books that you've never heard of. As an author, I have four bestsellers, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, The Business of Show Business, and Miracle Moments. And of course, I'm working on new ones as I speak. My motto is to be a leader, you must be a reader. You can find out more information or get autographed copies by going to star-style.com. So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a glass of lemonade, and enjoy our show. Well, Starring You, the insider's guide to using television and media to launch your brand, your business, and your life by Marta Tracy and Terrence Noonan. I mean, could there be a more appropriate book for our show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are? I don't think so. I was so excited when this book came across my desk. Marta Tracy heads her own media company, Marta Tracy Entertainment, Inc., where she works as a TV strategist. She develops businesses and entrepreneurs for television. She also, as a producer, launched and created the Style Network. She was VP of Talent and Development for E! Entertainment Television for 10 years, and, of course, she's worked on daytime talk show syndication for Sony Picture Television, and she has wrote the book with the Emmy Award-winning producer Terrence Noonan, and he has worked in a variety of venues. Welcome, Marta, to Star Style. Be the star you are. It's so fabulous to be with you today. I am really excited to have you on the show, and your book is wonderful. It's just wonderful. I have it highlighted all over. Well, as we know, almost everyone you ever meet wants to be on TV, and I'm sure when they find out that you're a producer and have been working in the industry for over 30 years, people flock to you, and you know they probably are pitching you all kinds of, of stories, most of which are probably not quite appropriate. But there are so many opportunities and maybe not enough qualified experts to fill the job. So in your book, Starring You, you and Terrence have provided the experience with tips that we need to know on how to get on the air. That's exactly right. Not only does the, the, uh, the basic premise of the book is that there are more spots to fill on TV than there are good guests. So the book outlines a step-by-step guide for you to, you know, put your best foot forward and uh, give yourself the best shot at being a star on TV. Uh, and not only a star on TV, but also in your own life. Right. That's, you know, and that's what this show is all about, um, Marta. Is, uh, we're not just about television. We're all about starring in your own life because... That is the whole premise, is that we all write, produce, direct, and star in our own life. And if we don't design our lives, our lives are going to design us. So it's really important that we take the initiative and get out there. And that's what's great about your book. But I think for people who are interested in being an expert spokesperson on television, hosting a show, or even just getting you know, on um, a reality TV show, your book is like a Bible for them because it gives the step-by-step information straight from producers' mouths. Now, with that said, the first three steps that you're talking about in the book on getting an idea on a show is to have an idea that you're really passionate about, to research the shows, and to be really respectful of the producers' 
times, etc. Could we talk about pitching a show a bit? About actually pitching a show? Yes. Of course. Well, there are a number of ways. There is no one way to get a show on television. There's, there's, you know, numerous different ways to do it. Um, it can happen. You can write an article for a magazine, and someone can spot it and, and track you down. You can write an idea on a piece of paper um, in a, a simple a format with a title and how you see the show laid out, and you can present it to an agent or a manager, or you can try contacting a network yourself. But it's important that your idea is a new one and one that you're excited about and passionate about. Well, in your book, I, I like the way that you and Terrence divided up the responsibilities. And your, your words, uh, well, Terrence's words are, here's the situation, and you say, I just have to tell you. And I can just imagine your conversations. But what Terrence says right in the beginning of the book, which are some facts that I'm sure people don't really realize, and one is, is that you don't need a fancy press kit or elaborate tapes because it really could be a waste of money, but you really just need to be, to be able to be very succinct with the producer and to convey your ideas concisely. That's exactly right. One of the golden rules of the book is to respect the time of producers. They are extremely busy, as you know, Cynthia, being a producer yourself. I know, I know. And everything happens. Murphy's Law always happens. So we're always juggling a lot of balls, right? You really have to understand that, that, that producers... You work really hard from like 6 or 7 a.m. in the morning off into 11, 12 p.m. at night. They don't have a lot of time. So when you pitch your idea, it really needs to have a fabulous title. I often advise people to look at covers of magazines and you see the catchy phrases that they look, you know, that they use to promote the magazine. Your pitch should have a similar title, something short, something sweet, something that will get their attention. And then we're, we, another thing is not to send them a three, four, five-page document. It can be as simple as, as, as three or four bullet points lined up on the page on how you see the segment progressing, who your guests would be, what, what points or facts you want to communicate. And so, I thought something that was really important, Marta, that you brought out was don't just send an e-blast to every producer you can think of. It's really important to find out who the producer is on the segment or the show that you want to target. And that's a two-part thing. Number one, watch the shows that you want to be on. If you really want to be on Oprah, on Oprah have you ever watched Oprah? <laughs> and number two, don't just shoot it out, dear producer. Write something that is, dear Marta, dear Terrence, be personalized. Cynthia, that is so important that we've dedicated a whole chapter in the book. Chapter 3 is called Know the Shows. And if you want to be on TV, it, you really have to make it your business to watch TV. And know who the hosts are, know what the content is. You can go on, online and go on the archive and see what stories have been featured in the past. And it's just really important. One of the biggest offenses as a producer is to have someone pitch you a show, a segment idea or a show idea that is inappropriate for the network. For example, if you have a sports idea or a sports segment, you don't go to the e-network that focuses on entertainment. You would go to ESPN. If you have a cooking idea, take it to the, the food network. And you would be surprised how often people call to pitch. They have no idea who the talent is on the network. They have no idea what the shows are. And that... The, the producer is just going to hang up the phone. 
Well, and on top of that, because I totally understand that, because we're an empowerment show, and we want people to walk away with real tools for living and really get some great ideas from our guests and our experts. And so we don't want crime shows. We don't want politics. We don't want religion. Yet we get pitched that all the time. Right. Well, obviously, it's, they've never listened to the show. <laughs> isn't that the biggest turnoff? Well, it is because then, and you give a lot of depth in this in your book, because especially when it's coming from publicists, it, they really should know their job. And so that's something else that people need to think about. If they're going to hire a publicist, make sure that the publicist knows the producers, knows the shows, and has the television on in their room so that they really know what they're talking about. Because this is a business about relationships. And you don't want to build, um, you want to build relationships. You don't want to burn bridges. That does not make any sense at all. Right. What you want to do, and if you do happen to be one of the fortunate people who have, who are watching the shows, who do know how to send in a concise pitch and does actually make it to the TV screen, what you want to do is become a recurring guest. And you do that by showing up on time, being professional, having all of your data correct, you know, bringing everything that you need to the set, and, and just make it easy. Your job is to make it easy for the producer so that they want to invite you back because you were a dream guest. A dream guest. That's exactly what I was going to say, is that it's very important to be a dream guest and not to be a diva, not to be demanding. And so often many people turn into these divas after they've been on a few times. Yes, we, we've run into quite a number of them. I bet you have. And, I, and, and that is disconcerting because you're really giving someone an opportunity, and especially if people want to be a host at some point. You know, you're definitely, you like to work with people that you like to work with, that are easy to work with, that are flexible, that are creative, that are problem solvers, not ones that you have to really dote upon and treat like that they are some princess. I mean, that, 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 that does get old, even if they are stars. Don't you think, Marta? I mean, it gets old. <laughs> it, it certainly does, and it, it really is, again, respecting the time of the producer and understanding that they are, like, so busy, they're so overworked. And when you get them on the phone or you get them on the email, just keep it concise and keep it positive and, um, you know, just be, you know, be, be, the, be the dream pitcher. And I also wanted, there's something else you talk about in your book, and it's something that I've advised clients on for years and years, and this is just to me a, a point in life, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, is be kind to everyone. Don't always just think the people are at the top or the ones that you're supposed to be paying attention to. Be good to everybody because that receptionist is the gatekeeper. And, you know, it could be a week from now she's going to be the next producer, and she may have the position to say, nope, you're not in. That's exactly right. And the world of television is actually a very small one in that producers move from one show to the other. So that the producer who happens to be on the Tyra Banks show today may be on the Martha Stewart show tomorrow or the Rachel Ray show the following year. So it's very important that you build contacts and build relationships and become known as someone who can deliver, you know, on time, on deadline, and is easy to work with and professional. And then if, if you've been booked on one show, when the producer moves to another show, I'm sure they're going to, when your pitch comes through with your name on it, 
they know you're someone they can count on. Well, because you want to make the producers look good. That's what I think that is the, the job, is the producers are working really hard. If you come in and do your job, everybody looks good. If you come in and you don't follow through on what you say that you know, and you give several examples in your book where you've had people come in and they don't even know what they're talking about. And I know here, I've... I, and I read every single book that, of every author that I bring on, and I read three or four books a week. But once in a while, I'll get somebody on who, ne- who doesn't know what they're talking about. I know they didn't write their book, and, <laughs> and they didn't read what somebody else wrote for them. Right. And, that and I'm, is, I'm sure they're not going to be invited back next time. Yeah, that's not a good thing, is it? I remember Martha once having this experience, and this is what really taught me on a first-hand basis. Uh, Although I try, you know, I I will say that I feel I'm a good person to everybody. But uh, one time um, there was a young receptionist at my talent agent, and I would go in, and I was always really great to her, and I'd bring her cookies, and other people treated her poorly. And I just, she was just delightful, and I was always good to her. Well, one day she wasn't there anymore, and, it, no, you know, everybody kind of lost track of her. And about six months later, I get this phone call, and I get this co-star part on this TV series, and I didn't even have to audition. And I got there, and I go, how did this happen? And it was her. She was now the producer of the show. Well, and that's, she that's, said, that's I rem- you were the one person that was always so nice to me, and I watched all your stuff, and I knew that you would handle this part. Boom, you got it, sight on scene. Well, that's, that's the power of the relationships of television. Again, people move from show to show, you know, show, to show. and, um, you know, so, so if, you, if, you, if you are successful with them on one show, you'll, when they move to the other show, they'll take you with them. But I also think that's the power of treating everyone equally with kindness, not just seeking out, you know, the, the producer or seeking out the director or seeking out the writer, you know, just talking to the assistant. The person who um, is sweeping the floors, everybody. Right, exactly right. And one other thing that makes this, this book different is that you know it's not a textbook. It's actually a book filled with real life stories. It's the stories that Terrence and I have encountered in our in work in television over the years. And besides that, what we do is feature advice and tips from our friends in television in front of the camera and behind the scenes. And you have people like Diane Sawyer and Nancy Grace and, you know, more than 60 other people you're featured in here. And, Marta, I'm loving this conversation. Do you mind staying over into our second segment? Can you stay for a few more minutes? Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. See, she's a dream guest. Marta is following her own advice. We're going to be back in a minute. We are talking with Marta Tracy. She is the co-author of this fantastic book called Starring You that she co-wrote with Terrence Noonan and Karen Kelly. I'm Cynthia Bryan. I'm your personal growth success coach right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with us. We have more Starring You coming right back at you. This business of show business is all I want to be. You just gotta love that sound. Really, it's one of this country's great treasures. The unmistakable sound of a nice California Chardonnay. There's nothing like it. Well, except of course for the sound of nails pounding lumber, building new homes across America or states. 
sizzling on the grill. In fact, 40% of American products are shipped by freight railroads. From computers to produce, we even carry trucks. Really, chances are the things you'll use tomorrow are taking the train today. 70% of new American cars, 40% of the grain harvest. More Americans depend on us than ever. Freight railroads contribute more than $31 billion a year to the U.S. economy. And since one freight train carries a load of up to 500 trucks, that means less fuel, less traffic. A better environment, a better tomorrow. Tomorrow, arriving by train. Sponsored by North America's Freight Railroads. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you passionate about your business? Well, if not, why not? People who employ passion are happier, more fun-loving, have less stress, and more excited about life. Do you know how to turn your passions into profits? Well, here are a couple of tips that will assist you in living your dream. First of all, dream the dream. Don't worry if it seems crazy or impossible. What do you love to do in life? If you knew you could not fail, what would you tackle? Write it down. Then write the plan. What road will you take to transport to you to your dream? Make a road map. Acquire the skills you need. This may mean going back to school, finding a mentor or a coach, reading books, watching TV, attending seminars, anything on your subject. Whatever it takes, do it. But don't quit your day job. Get a feedback partner. Eliminate the naysayers in your life, or at least don't listen to their prophecies of a doomsday. All you need is one honest, supportive person to be your cheerleader. Go into action to launch your business. No one's going to knock on your door. It's up to you to ask for what you want. Make this your mantra. If it's to be, it's up to me. Believe in yourself and all the possibilities. Don't be attached to the outcomes. The universe does have a way of helping those who help themselves. And sometimes you will incur a far greater accomplishment by just allowing yourself to be challenged. And finally, the gardener in me offers this little bit of dirt wisdom. Failure is fertilizer. Plant your mistakes in the compost pile. Grow a new garden because everything in this life is both a lesson and a blessing. Have fun. Be patient, energetic, enthusiastic, courageous, and perseverant. You'll feel alive because you've discovered your passion. And when you find your passion, you will find your life. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another business fight. Listen, the world is talking. World Talk Radio. Style, be the star you are with me, Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth empowerment coach. Thanks so much for staying with us. We are a show about following your heart, doing what you love, bubbling with enthusiasm, inspiration, motivation, information, and tools for daily living, and brought to the airways by Be the Star You Are charity for improved literacy and positive media. Visit the website, be the star you are.org. And with me also today is a fantastic guest, producer and author, Marta Tracy, whose book is called Starring You, and it's an insider's guide for using television and media to launch your brand, your business, and, of course, your life. So this is a very, very information-packed book. Well, Marta, you have launched many, many people, uh, and as has Terrence. And I was wondering if we could talk a couple, about a couple of the people. One of the people that I've always really adored on The View is Elizabeth. And I thought she was just a terrific find 
to add to that group of incredible women. And you're the one that discovered her. Well, um, Elizabeth was on Survivor. Right. She was not the final winner of Survivor, which even makes her story that more fabulous. And we had, I was at the e-network with my town department, and we had our eye on her. We brought her in for a meeting. She was totally enthusiastic and very, very passionate about fashion, we found out. And at the time, we happened to be developing a show called The Look for Less for the Style Network, and we hired Elizabeth for the Style Network. She was fabulous to work with, you know, very, very easy. Again, showed up. She was professional. She did her homework. She really contributed to the show. And soon after that, she spotted the eye of the producers of The View, and now she's hosting, you know, The View every morning, Monday through Friday. So that's an incredible, incredible uh, story. Oh, it is such a great – to me, that one's really inspiring because here she – you know, she – just went on a reality show. Now, you talk a lot about reality shows, and they're very popular, obviously, these days. And, of course, there's many people who have their 15 minutes of fame and then disappear. But there's also many who can use it as a springboard because producers such as yourself are always watching for the new, fresh face with energy, enthusiasm, passion, and the uh, preparedness to go forward. Right. Well, producers use, you know, magazine. It could be a magazine article. It can be a guest on a TV show. They can be looking at on the internet. They're, you know, looking for people who are, are, you know, are distinctive, who have a great look, and you know, have have something to say and who are authentic. Uh, one of the, um, I know that this radio, sh- your radio show, is really about inspiring people. And starring you, I hope that when people read it, we'll find it to be an inspiring book, whether they want to be a star on TV or a star at their local PTA or the local, you know, volunteer organization. But one of the stories that Terrence and I both love is the Paula Dean story. That I was that was going to be my next question because my co-host that's in the next segment, Heather Brittany, who's my daughter, she is a Paula Dean protege and. Paula Dean is kind of our favorite, favorite person. What a wonderful lady, so authentic. Well, authentic was a capital A. And her story is she, she was trying to figure out a way to, her, to support her two sons, and she loved to cook so much, and it was like, you know, something that was like very close to her heart and her soul. And she came up with this idea to deliver business lunches to businessmen. And her company was called The Bag Lady. And she was, again, she was out, you know, starting her business. And she caught the attention of the producer for the Food Network. He had her on a guest. Uh, uh, she became a guest on his show. She performed very well, was professional, you know, showed up on time, had all the materials, did a great job, had a smile on her face. And then, sure enough, she got to develop her first show. And it was a second show. And it was a special and now she's just a, you know, million-dollar, multi-million-dollar empire, and her sons now have a show on, on the Food Network. It is but, such a beautiful story. In fact, when I was uh, talking to Heather, and she wanted to be on here with you today, but she's a student at San Diego State University and is in finals, so she couldn't come into the last segment. But she wanted me to share this. She says that because she also went to Culinary Academy, and she loves to cook, and she does all this cooking for all the radio stations. She's always bringing us in, you know, fabulous cookings and stuff. And her favorite quote is when she's cooking and she adds a little bit more butter, she goes, I just Paula Dean that. 
Right. And so she said, now Paula Dean has her own euphemisms. But that is such a great uh, story because it really emphasizes that if you really want to do this, and actually when you read about Paula Dean, she really didn't want to have a television show. She just really loves cooking and believes in what she does. She loves feeding people and making people happy. Right. But what the other thing about Paula Dean to take note of is she's not a fashion model. She's not young. She's not thin. But what she has is an authentic love for food. Mm-hmm. And the camera can uh, tell us a fake a mile away. Well, and you know what else, Marta? I think that she really draws in the audience because people relate to her. You know, people look and say, wow, she reminds me of, you know, my Aunt Susie or my mom or whatever. And so people really like her. She's so down home, and she's just comfortable. Well, she's she radiates she, she radiates warmth. Doesn't she? Uh, yes, I just, I, I adore her. I adore her. Well, there are uh, other people, too, that you talk about. One of them is Shabby Chic, and, uh, Chic, and that was interesting because just walking into the store uh, – so that happens as well. You walk into a store, you like it. I had um, yes. Uh, uh, Rachel Ashwell is the creator of Shabby Chic, which is a line of slip-covered sofas at the time. Um, and I went into her store in um, California and was very struck by her style, which um, was a combination of these slip-covered uh, sofas and then antiques from the flea market. So I love the fact that. Her style was not necessarily expensive because you could walk into a flea market, you can buy something for $0.10, cents, you could buy it for $10, or you can buy something for you know, $100. And her whole uh, sense of comfort and style was very appealing to me. And I walked in the store, and I, she had, at the time she had two books that were written on her style, and uh, the fact that she had written books definitely helped to give her credibility. Right, and of course now we know that she's a multi-million dollar empire as well. And of course Rachel Ray is another wonderful personality who started small and started local, which is something that you talk about in your book. If you are interested in uh, getting on television, is start local. Don't poo-poo the fact that you know, you're know you just on your local cable show because there are many opportunities out there. And Rachel Ray is a fabulous example of that. She was doing a little cooking show in uh, Atlanta, again, was spotted and spotted by the Food Network, and now she has a multi-million dollar, you know, <laughs> empire. The goal of all of us, how exciting. And it's, and it's, you know what I love the most is when you see really wonderful people that are making it. To me, that is really thrilling, you know, because you, when you really like these people, you think, go, girl, go. <laughs> I like that. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about your journey, Marta, and with Terrence, in writing this book, because you had to have the tenacity here. You knew the entertainment industry, obviously, and you've been coaching and doing media coaching, so you knew that. But then you decided to help other people, as you said, not just for the entertainment industry or for television, but to star in their own lives. And you decided to write a book, but you had to go after finding a publisher and meeting people and networking. How's your journey been? Well, the, I, know, I noticed at the top of your show you give reference to a number of quotes, I've been, and I've been collecting quotes since I've been in high school. And one of my favorite quotes is, where your gift meets the world, world's need, there lies your success. Oh, I love that. Say that again, please. Where your gift meets the world's need, 
there lies your success. Oh, I love it. Yeah, we always, we're all about quotes. We usually do a couple of quotes here and there, and I'm like you. I, one of my books, Miracle Moments, is all about, is all quotes. <laughs> well, I've, I've been collecting quotes, and that one has always resonated with me. And I was, uh, you know, working in television, and as, as was Terrence, and everyone would come to us and say, you know, how do I get on TV? How can I get a segment? How can I get a show? And we noticed we kept giving great advice. And a couple of months later, we'd see them on television or we'd see they were working on a show or a cast on the show. And finally, one day, we looked at each other and we said, you know what? We should really write a book. And at first, everyone said to us, does it sound like a book? I don't think so. It's never going to happen. I don't know if anybody would buy it. Those are those naysayers that I talk about. You get rid of them. Right. And then one night I went to a party. I actually went to a friend's book party to support her. And I'm standing next to this woman, and she says to me, what do you do? And I said, well, I work. I'm an executive creative consultant for Sony and syndication. And I said, I also coach people on how to get on TV. And she said, that sounds like a book. And I said, you're absolutely right. I think it sounds like a book. And she happened to be someone that would help us find an agent and find a manager and get the book published and went back to talk to Terrence. We started meeting and showing up every week. Once a week we met in a coffee shop in Manhattan from 8 a.m. to 10 o'clock every week during the course of the year. And at first, you know, sometimes we showed up and we weren't sure what we're going to talk about or we weren't sure what we're going to write about, but we kept showing up week after week. And sure enough, little by little, we wrote one chapter, two chapters, three chapters. And in a year's time, the book was written, and we you know, got a proposal together. And sure enough, someone, uh, HarperCollins, you know, picked it up and uh, supported the idea. And uh, so it's, it's the, the book, one of the premises of the book is really picking what you love to do. Yeah, it's all out. about passion. You know, there is, well, you have to have passion. When you have passion, you really find that your life falls into place. Obviously, you're passionate about what you're doing, and you have shared this passion with other people. It's so important. It's a, it's a terrific book, Marta. Well, what we realize is this is where our gift, this is what our gift was. Our gift was helping people on, to get on television. And then, you know, now, now it's a book, and now it's out there for everyone else to read to, you know, to inspire them. But again, the basic premise of the book is pick something that you love to do, that you feel passionate about, and make a commitment to showing up for it consistently over time. Well, and, yeah, and that's always part of life is, you know, you have to show up. You're never going to make the baskets that you don't try for, so you absolutely have to show up. And I think Starring You needs to be a television show. I want to host that show. Well, to tell you the truth, Cynthia, there are people talking to us about turning it into a show. Oh, my gosh. Well, think of me when you're auditioning, would you, Marta? I, I, there'll like there'll the be a place for fit. you. <laughs> Hopefully, if we do the show right, there'll be a place for you and, and many others. But I would like to make one other point of something that I've learned from my own life, because there are so many choices out there for everyone. And sometimes you can get confused and, you know, have a hard time making a decision, like which path to follow. How do I pick with all the choices that are out there for me? And what I tell people is to follow their energy. When they're thinking of the possibilities for themselves, feel, you know, they have to pay attention to how they feel. If they, 
if they're thinking about an idea or possibility for themselves and they get excited and their heart starts beating up and down in excitement, that's the right path. Right. Well, you know, also, just to give a quote that I always live by, is what you think about and talk about comes about. So don't be afraid to share your ideas with people. No one can do things the same way as you can. Don't think people are going to steal them. Maybe they, some will, but some won't. But you can't be afraid just to put it out there into the universe because there's no way it's going to come about. If we want to uh, create our futures and predict them, it's up to us to do it. I want to give out your website so people can go to your website, and then I just would love to spend a couple of minutes to talk about how you like to coach people because let's support that as well. Now, your website is www.starring-u.com. That's starring with the hyphen u.com. Is that correct, Martha? That's exactly correct. Great. Well, go to the website because you can uh, – at the website you can find the book, you can find the philosophy of starring you, which is really about starring in your own life, the same philosophy that we have here at Be the Star You Are. And then in addition, for all of you who are interested in getting into television or getting some work to expand your business, your career, or your brand, you'll find some of that as well. Well, speaking of that, Marta, you have a successful coaching business. So why don't you talk about how you like to work with people, whether they want to work for television or their business, or, or just personal coaching? Well, what I, what I do, usually people come find me, but uh, sometimes I, I, I get excited about a brand. But what, I, what I've done, and this is a, a good thing in terms of helping people to get on television, we talk about coming, uh, uh, finding the right words to position yourself. And if you look at how I'm positioning myself, I've, I'm calling myself a television strategist. So what I do is work with clients, whether they be a large business or a small business or a brand or, or, not, or entrepreneurs, and I help to position them so that they can be pitched correctly for television to catch the eyes of producers. And this comes in a variety of forms in terms of coming up with what to call themselves, how to pitch themselves, how to create a TV and media reel that catches the eye of producers, and then also teaching them how to dress, um, how, to, how to speak on television, and how to then develop their brand cross-platform. And so uh, people can go to starring-u.com because you can find an email contact for you there. Is that correct? Absolutely, for myself and for Terrence. And for Terrence as well. And I just wanted to add before we run out of time, I was so thrilled to see the praise from Fran Soren, who I just adore, and she's been on the show, and we're both major gardeners. So we love talking because we love to talk dirt. <laughs> And that was great to see Fran praising your book. She's a terrific woman. Again, and I I can't stress this enough, the the book is different in that it features real stories of real people working in the industry. You know, we talked about Diane Sawyer tells her story, uh, Isaac Mizrahi, Rachel Ashwell, Shabby Chic, Michael Maloney from Extreme Makeover, and there's, there's hundreds of others. And also, not only the people in front of the camera, but the people behind the scenes who are making the decisions, and that would be producers at ET, producers at Extra, producers at VH1. So it really is inside information from people in front of the camera and behind the scenes giving real advice on what to do and what not to do. 
Well, the name of the book is Starring You. It truly is a comprehensive guide, tips from TV pros. It's an insider's look on how you also can get into television, media, or just launch your brand, your business, and your life. The authors are Marta Tracy and Terrence Noonan. It is a book from HarperCollins. You can go to their website, starring-u.com. Marta, it's been delightful to talk with you. Please give Terrence my best, most success to you, and have a wonderful book tour. I know that this is going to be fun, and I'm going to look forward to starring you on television. Thanks for being a guest, Marta. Thank you. You've been listening to Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth empowerment coach, right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with us. It's T42 time, and the Stella Dona goddess gals are coming right up. We'll be back in a minute with lots more. This business of show business is all I want to be. Westgate Hotel presents celebrity guest chef Carolyn Rob Hootkins, former personal chef of Prince Charles and Lady Diana. Chef Carolyn used to create an array of culinary highlights for the British royal family. Meet Chef Carolyn Rob Hootkins personally and experience our royal afternoon tea. Join us also for the Royal British Dinner the following day when dining in the Fontainebleau. Carolyn's exclusive gourmet menu selections for this special evening are carefully selected from regional and personal preferences of the Royal Highnesses themselves. The Royal British Tea at the Westgate Hotel, Tuesday, July the 10th, 2007, from 2.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then, the Royal British Dinner at the Westgate Hotel, Wednesday, July the 11th, 2007. Champagne reception at 6.30 p.m., dinner at 7 p.m., including wine. For reservations and information for the Royal British Tea, July the 10th, and the Royal British Dinner, July the 11th, dial today, 619-557-3655, or go online to westgatehotel.com. We all look forward to hosting you at these special events. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. You are showcases incredible authors and experts who enhance and inspire your life. Be the star you are is a 501c3 charity dedicated to empowering families, women, and youth at risk through improved literacy and positive message programming. There is an apathy sweeping our country, and as a nation, we are becoming more accustomed to violence, chaos, abuse, and a plethora of negative influences. Be the Star You Are believes that stories of inspiration and hope should be available to everyone, regardless of income or ability. And believing that information infused with inspiration has the power to transform and change lives, Be the Star You Are is committed to providing these role models for all, all people. Since its founding in 1999, Be the Star You Are has served approximately 50,000 individuals and families within 47 organizations and logged more than 105,000 volunteer hours while distributing over $1.4 million in resources. Plus, it's been broadcasting on the air since 1998. So please make a donation today to help Be The Star You Are empower others. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org or call 877-944-STAR. Thanks so much for keeping Be The Star You Are on the air. 
Well, welcome back to Star Style. Be the star you are. I am your personal growth empowerment coach, Cynthia Bryan. And with me is my co-host, the Celadona Hello, Brittany. <laughs> this is Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew, so get ready for our tea party. Well, on the cover of every pop and lifestyle magazines these days, we see faces of celebrities who are not making a difference or not making a positive difference, that is, in the world. Instead, they're making a mess of their lives. We have dubbed them the, the celebutants because... They are on a path of destruction, yet America seems to enjoy watching this downward spile. With uh, an emphasis on women's studies at the university, Heather has been really looking at this trend. So, Heather, why are stars and celebrities who seem to have everything doomed to disaster and landing in rehab? <laughs> well, I thought that was such a great transition there, how you're talking about all these negative influences that are out there. And I recently, for my for my thesis thing for women's studies, I was studying relational aggression. And relational aggression, in more latent terms, is kind of the mean girl uh, aggression of females. That most times we see that boys, how they get out their energy and their discomforts and um, anger towards one another is for through actual physical aggression. Now, I'm not promoting physical aggression by any means, but it seems that when males um, when males seem to put this out there, that once they're taken care of, that's done, that's that, it's over, and they're back to being friends again. Well, girls use a more manipulative sense that they're still friends, they're very covert about this, and that they found that the the education board found that over 160,000 kids miss school each year due to relational aggression. And this is um, kind of, there's a book out there called Queen Bees and Wannabes that discusses it, how at the top there's the queen bee, the one that, the popular girl that many don't even like, but they fear that she exhibits this self-confidence of ruling over other girls. But really deep inside, she's just as insecure as everyone else. And there goes the wannabes, the gossip girls, the bystanders. And how this kind of runs into the celebrity taunt thing is this kind of behavior is being shown. Young girls are obsessed with the Paris Hilton's and Nicole Richie's. And as a whole uh, nation, our society is obsessed with these kinds well, of Well, and you know, we think, I look at people like Lindsay Lohan, who starred in Mean Girls, right? Exactly. And, and when she was younger and she was a Disney star, I mean, we, we just all adored her. And as an actor, I think she's just phenomenal. But what has she done with her life? You know, she's, as a young lady now, she is just truly such a poor role model when she has the ability to show younger girls how to act as a young woman with celebrity status. Exactly. Or on the I, other I, hand, I, I was just going to say about Mandy Moore, for example, here's another girl who was such a, a lovely kind of a teen idol and now as a young adult. She is living with dignity and respect, and she chooses wisely, and she's not this wild celebutante. Exactly. And as we, you know, as we know, that um, so many people today that hold great stature, our mothers even, kind of, you know, so many people, you know, people that we respect at an older age, of course, you know, when we're younger, we do things that, you know, as we age seem more inappropriate, the things we wonder, you know, if I was, I would never do that now. But, you know, we all go through what we've been in the past shapes us into what we are in the future and what we are presently. And one thing you hear so many times is these young celebrity girls, are saying, you know, I didn't ask to be a role model. You know, I'm just living my life. 
And unfortunately, and that's very true, you know, they didn't go into this business saying, you know, I want to inspire, I want every girl to be like me. But because they're constantly in the limelight, because there is so much attention on them, their every move is watched. And so their behavior, so many times, we, you know, we, we mock their clothing, their attitude. And when young girls see this, this gives them that epitome of, oh, this is what beauty is, this is what acceptance is. So when they see this inappropriate behavior in other girls, they believe, oh, that's how I should act. And unfortunately, uh, you know, what a 20-year-old may be doing, and maybe it isn't even appropriate for that 20-year-old, a 13-year-old is going to see that and feel that, you know, I need to use this sexual aggression or I need to get involved with uh, drugs and drinking. And another thing, too, is celebrities also seem to be getting this get-out-of-free-jail card. And I know in recent news now there's been this constant, you know, this attention how Paris Hilton went to jail and, oh, my God. And the thing is, so many other people go to jail for the same thing, spend longer times. And, you know, though I can't even fathom being in prison or jail, 23 days is not, you know, this, you know, get out, let's write a book kind of thing. And hopefully, you know, all these things she's saying that now when she got away from this dilemma and actually took a look in the mirror and seeing what she's done to herself and what she's done to other people, how it's time to really make a change. And that's how, that's the, the good thing these celebrity talks is because they have the ability to make so much influence and have so much power, they really should be devoting it to powerful causes, uh, more girl-positive groups. When I was researching this, I was trying to find, you know, what's out there, why do are so many girls against each other? Oftentimes when I get on the topic of feminism or women's studies, and especially when I'm talking to males, men always say they think it's just about equality, and, you know, oh, women say they want the same amount of money as us, but, you know, then they, they get so offended if we open a door for them or if we don't open a door for them. And the biggest thing I always try to say is that feminism is not women against men, nor is it, you know, these man-hating, lesbian, blob-burning kind of women. Uh, of course, there is some of those of how we get the stereotypes of it, but one of the biggest oppressors of women is women themselves. There's this constant cattiness, this jealousy, uh, that people aren't looking inside themselves to see that, you know, if they spend all their time focusing on what they're not, they'll miss what they are. And I think this kind of cattiness is showcased uh, throughout all these celebrity times. You always see, you know, when Britney Spears came on, they how suddenly when Christina Aguilera came on, there wasn't room for two females. They had to be opponents. So it wasn't that they were working together. And that kind of behavior is not what girls want. We want them to be working from the inside out. And that's why Be The Star You Are is so great because it's, it's promoting the positive media, positive girl groups. And someone who I was really surprised had uh, a website and an organization uh, all about, you know, girls working together, building self-confidence, really in the power with you, was Elizabeth Berkley, which at first I thought that's a really odd person because here was this actress, this young actress who, um, when she was younger, was star, she was a big star on um, Stay by the Bell. But eventually, you know, but her, to kind of for her to break away to show she wasn't this little kid anymore, she did uh, Showgirls, which, you know, I think it even got an NC-17. And it was such a, it seemed like such a cry. Why is this, you know, young girl trying to establish so much that she's got sexuality and all this? But now she's created this organization and saying how she went through the trials and the tribulations and that she felt pressured and that she felt so unforgotten by other girls. And stuff. So now she's saying, really, don't try to create an image. Be who you are. And I thought it was so wonderful that she was able to show how she was, you know, young, this um, very virgin essence kind of girl. Then she went through this thing where people looked at, though she may have not been doing, um, you know, 
slutty things that people are interpreting her there. And now she's trying to show, let's always stay true to yourself and be supportive of other girls. When we support each other, we get further. Then the more of this cattiness that exists um, within our society among women, it's just further oppressing us more, further uh, making us a patriarchal society and oppressing us and, and really creating those stereotypes that, oh, girls can't work together or that any time two young girls break onto the scene or anything, that there isn't room enough for both of them. Of course well, You know, I, I think one of the most important things that you said just now is to be yourself. It's so in To be so the star you are. Authentic. Well, yes, that's what we are all about is being the star you are. And the fact is is that all of us have a special gift. All of us have something that's unique and different and individual about us. So we don't have to be carbon copies of anybody else. And and if we can just express our own viewpoints and with the good and the bad, but at the same time realize that no matter what's your station in life, we have the ability and the responsibility to be a role model to those that follow us. And that's what I think with the celebutants that we're talking about. If you have celebrity status, no matter how, how big or how small, it is imperative that your lifestyle reflects something that is worth emulating because when you're in the limelight, whether you wanted it or not, others are going to mimic and copy you. And do you want the legacy to be that you have caused death, destruction, or even destruction of character, or do you want to encourage, inspire, empower other people? And, of course, we're all about empowering, so I'm and, definitely and, on my and, high horse. And, you know, in something way, what's so interesting about the whole celebrity time is really where it begins. For me, I can't even, I, I don't remember as a child, you know, saying, you know, who's your hero, who's your idol. I don't remember having a uh, celebrity idol. I always thought of it, you know, as my mother. That's, in a child, especially a young girl's life, the biggest celebrity, the biggest, you know, person that's there to make the impact is their mother. So you should be giving them positive things as well to believe in themselves. Uh, when doing this study, what gives young girls such mixed messages is how they might say, you know, be nice to other girls and, uh, you know, believe in yourself. But then, you know, the mom is constantly standing in front of the mirror and obsessed with diets and makeups and, and kind of showing that um, covertly that, you know, in order to have acceptance, you, you need to be beautiful. You need to fit into this image. And so when celebrities, of course, the, the whole thing with models that, you know, they're only, there's 50 million women, you know, only two or supermodels, but that's the image that women are supposed to lead up to, is that you always want to create that whatever image, whatever their daughter looks like physically, emotional, or thing, if that's a great thing, always believe in yourself. That way there isn't that self-doubt. That's well, because we are enough. There. And, you know, in our last segment we were talking with Marta Tracy, who is the author of Starring You and a Producer, and she, they talk about, and she talks about discovering Paula Deen. And I know oh, you love Paula oh, Deen. Oh, God. I could dedicate an entire, an entire show to Paula Deen. You have to get Paula Deen. My boyfriend and I, every day, we sit down at 4 o'clock, watch for it. Like, oh, I can't even. And there's something, yeah, you now, know. There's a person that's a role model. I mean, exactly. And you know it. Young, and she isn't. Thin, in, but she, she got, exa- it's that homely that she believes in herself, how she. She doesn't make excuses. She, the thing we love is that she loves butter. 
And there's something, and she isn't, she doesn't make it seem like a night. She giggles, she laughs, she's saying, oh, I'm going to use a little bit of butter. And it's almost become a slang term between us. Whenever, you know, I really put in the heavy fats or the butt, you know, or I just kind of gorge, we always, we don't make it feel bad about it. We giggle and like, oh, I really Paula Deen this one. I love that. Well, we'll get Paula Deen on. Well, so to wrap up this segment is that we don't want to be a celebutante. We want to be a role model. So live your life as if it's your last day on earth. And what would be your legacy? Well, we want to thank you for being great listeners and allowing us into your life each week. Make sure you're tuned right here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Heather, can you give out the website? Most definitely. We want you to get involved with all these positive uh, organizations. Listen to the radio show. Donate to the organization. Check out the Carmody Collective, Sizzling and Stilettos, everything there. It's all at stillonate.com. That's www.stellatonne.com. Well, and you've been listening to Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Brittany. And we are your personal growth success coaches here on the airwaves. For more information about Be The Star You Are, go to bethestarur.org and starstyle, star-style.com. Take a look in the mirror and admire yourself. And until next week when we celebrate once again, we want to thank you for joining us and encourage you to be the star you are. We'll talk next week. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. 